Oh, what a performer, what a superstar. Tina Turner there, and, and Ike was involved in that one as well. We won't brush, brush past that. Uh, <laughs> Tina Turner, we've lost today. What an absolutely huge loss to music to as an icon, full stop, of, of so many things. Just absolutely amazing. Uh, but you know what? Hey, we just played four of her songs back to back. Why not have a tribute to someone so iconic and so awesome? No? Absolutely. Now, speaking of awesome... Well, we're running short, but oh, I'm sorry. I almost did. I oh, come. On, I almost did it. Wayne is in the building, and we are going to talk all about relationships. And my, Wayne, you are bloody awesome, man. Like honestly, you. you're bringing a lot of positivity to uh, to well, Edge and and a lot of people's lives. Because I know, uh, yeah, we're certainly getting great feedback. People are talking about the show, and uh, yeah, you you literally are making a difference. So. Um, if you could give us the tools so we're not smashing around at, at, at trees with a hammer. That's it. Um, you remembered. Well, well done. I do remember these things. But for those who don't know, uh, maybe maybe just reintroduce that little concept. Okay. Many years ago, I used to be, like many people, get frustrated with people when they behaved in particular ways mm-hmm. or had certain beliefs. And then I realized one day, mm-hmm. it's only because they've got crappy tools. They That's don't right. understand how to get a better result. So the metaphor that I often use is, sure. it's like trying to chop down a tree with a hammer. Yep. And I know what that's like because I've actually done that. <laughs> so it's very messy, takes a lot of energy, takes a lot of time. And that's what you do. If that's your only tool, you'll bludgeon the poor tree with sure. that. Sure. Now, we're not suggesting you go into your relationship with an axe. No. Uh, maybe a chainsaw. I don't know. No. Whatever. But some proper <laughs> tools to do the job is, is always a great start, mate. It is. It is. So what are we going to be uh, on the old show tonight? Well, we're going to go serious again. Oh, okay, because we were yeah. light-hearted last week. We, well, I thought I'd try and balance it out a That's little a bit. That's a good idea. I, mean, I did enjoy that, so I might do it again down the track. Yeah, so we'll occasionally. See. Why not? See how we yeah, go. You know, let them know that I'm human. I can, <laughs> can laugh. So what I wanted to look at tonight was a lot of us, when we go into a relationship, we have these beliefs, these expectations, mm-hmm. these um, pathways that we feel the relationship will take. Sure. And sometimes we're not aware that unconsciously we can be set up to not take a good path. Yeah, okay. All right, so it's yep. not it's the well-worn path, unfortunately. Yeah. And I wanted to look at the things that impact that. So one of the first things when we're growing up, mm-hmm. our biggest influence is our parents. Of course. Okay, so the two big people that are around us and our siblings, if we've got them, they influence our viewpoint, our attitudes towards relationships a lot. And they do that in three ways. First of all, it's their beliefs. Mm. So if your dad had a belief of all women are bitches and your mum had a belief of all men are bastards. Jeez, that's going to work well. (laughs) Exactly. But if they've got that sort of attitude, that can influence your attitude. Of course. All right, so it can make you cautious. Also, you've got their external that they're doing, which is their programming of you. Okay. okay. All right, yep. so this is how you behave with people. Oh, they don't like you because you're, you're uncoordinated or whatever. So those sorts of things yep. can seep into your unconscious and that can influence your relationships. Okay. So, and this is again one where the genders play in it. Because boys tend to get taught to suck it up, build a bridge, get over mm-hmm. it, don't cry, all of that stuff. And girls get taught, be more ladylike, you know, don't make a fuss, all sure. this sort of thing. So those sorts of things set up barriers for us when we finally get around to relationships. Yep. And the other thing is the modelling. Okay. So with kids, very much what you do will have more impact than what you say. Okay. 
All right. I mean, if anyone here is a parent listening, you'll know what it's like. <laughs> you'll tell your kid to do one thing and they'll do another and then you'll go to tell them off and realise, oh, that's what I do. <laughs> Don't you just hate that? <laughs> I too? do. Oh. Damn, it puts yes. it in your face. Do as I say, <gasps> not as I do. That that's old routine. that's yep. the one. So those influences have a, a deep and sometimes very profound effect on us because okay. – it can set up internal conflict. Sure. Because if a part of you knows that it's not a good attitude, you will want to say something, even as a child. Mm -hmm. However, you'll have this other belief of these are my parents, I can't question them, they're my authority figure, okay. et cetera, et cetera. So you end up torn inside unconsciously as well. Right. So okay. it adds to your turmoil. So these sorts of things from the big people in your life, like I said, have a very big effect. And a lot of us, when we get to our relationships, we don't understand that we may have adopted our father's attitudes or our mother's attitudes. Right. And I know for myself, looking back when I had to do all my work and figuring out my relationship mentality, sure. I had to look at what my father brought to relationships mm -hmm. and how he uh, presented himself and how my mother did because okay. I took on aspects of both. Okay. So I had to work out what was theirs and sort of give it back to them type thing. So that was, I found, one of the, the first big steps I had to take towards getting my relationship sorted. Right. Now, the next one, as you get a little bit older, you start to get influenced by two other things, which is your culture, mm -hmm. which is obviously dependent on the country that you live in. Of course. And who your parents are and what the culture is they have. And also your faith. Okay. So these things can also have a very deep and profound effect because they, that gets instilled in us from a young age. Mm. So if you come from a particular culture where it's not acceptable to question your parents, mm. you'll suck things up. So then when Absolutely. you get in a relationship, you won't tend to stand up for yourself. You won't set your boundaries clearly. And also with a faith... Yep. You might get taught, no, this is the way you have to behave in a relationship. You have to do it this way because our scriptures or our Bible or our holy book says so. Sure. And then internally, if that's going against what you really want, mm. that can be a real problem. Well, a conflict there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So if you're dragging all of this sort of stuff into a relationship, mm. that can set you up for lots of not only internal conflict because as we spoke before about anger you get passive aggression so that'll yeah. seep out and you know you end up with all sorts of stuff that doesn't get dealt with and creates conflict that doesn't bloody need to be there <laughs> <clears throat> so yeah they're, they're probably the two biggest primary influences okay. when we're younger sure and then the other one that's a lot more pervasive mm -hmm. and we don't think about it however okay. it's a big impact is our media yeah, which is, I mean, when we were young tackers, yep. it was came down to basically um, magazines and TV. Sure. All yep. right. Yep. So when you're watching sitcoms, mm. the way that men and women are treated. So I know a lot of the shows when I was growing up, the men were generally put down and minimized. You know, so they were true. seen as goofy or inadequate. Mm -hmm. And it was the woman that ruled the house. You know, she made the decision, yeah. she ran things. When she did it, it was all smooth That's and right. was fantastic. Yep. And I mean, think Home Improvement, Cosby Show, mm -hmm. all of those sorts of things. Um, probably oh, the, still to this day, Simpsons. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So those sorts of things. And then um, magazines and things. Mm. You know, you get a lot of uh, predominantly women's magazines sure. that say, oh, you can – do these five things and you'll have a fantastic relationship. And so 
this gives women these, and some men, mm-hmm. these beliefs and attitudes of, you know, it's a, a quick and easy fix. Sure. You know, just do this one thing and they'll be crazy about you. I think there's, just, a, there's a reason why some of those magazines are called things like No Idea. Right? <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So maybe I got it wrong because I was just reading Street Machine and Modern Motor. <laughs> I think so. Oh dear. So yeah, those those sorts of things we were challenged with, mm-hmm. and nowadays it's so much worse for kids and young oh. people with social media. Huge difference because those sorts of things give such a distorted viewpoint on mm-hmm. people's relationships. Like, I mean, obviously with my business, I've got to be on you know multiple platforms, Absolutely. and every now and then I'll check in and see how things are going. And the one that bugs me is Instagram. Okay. Because I'm, I don't know, it might be my algorithm, I don't know. But I seem to have a lot of relationship-based ones. I wonder why. I wonder why. I can't imagine. But they all (laughs) seem to show, oh, we've got this amazing relationship, which is something that's always bugged me with, you know, relationship coaches. They have you believe that you're after this perfect thing, and it's... It's not like that. No. No matter how good it is, you're still going to have arguments. My wife and I, we have arguments. We don't do all the yelling and screaming I used to do. Thank God. I don't don't want to do that shit again. We now deal with things. but It's still there. Of course. You know, you're dealing with other human beings. Two people will always have different ideas. You can't be, unless, <laughs> you, yeah, you're amalgamating your lives completely. You've got the, you know, his and hers, uh, you know, matching toilets in, in the ensuite, right? Um, and then the joint Facebook page, you know, we've talked about that before. You, you <laughs> to have. me, they are the two. They are the two that said, no, we are individual people, you know, and it's great to be involved in a, rela- a relationship or a marriage where, you know, you're very much in love. But mm-hmm. if, you, if you are so naive you think that every day is going to be peachy, then you are living on Instagram. You're not living in real life. Exactly. And and, and on that point is um, something that's actually um, my partner made uh, a point of just the other day about Instagram and all of the social media, quite frankly, and everyone filters themselves. Absolutely. Oh, wow. Like, honestly, when you meet these people in real life, you can't recognize them, right? Mm. Because they're living a false life. Now, I'm not saying, you know, don't look your best and all that kind of carry on. But, uh, you know, look, look, when you look like Marilyn you know, Munro in the picture, but Marilyn Manson in reality. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, you, you really, you, it's false pretenses. And and I think you're doing yourself a disservice mm. uh, because when you're chasing a relationship, you're not being honest. You're not bringing that to the table. Absolutely. And and if that's the, uh, the foundation that you're coming in with, yep. where even at the start you're not being honest, it's not going to get any better. No, it's not. No, no, no. Because that's, yeah, that's, I mean, look, that's the, the Whitman sampler. That's the beginning of the relationship where you see a bit of this and a bit of that. If it's all, you know, like, the reality is, you know, life is going to be a box of chocolates and some of them are going to be Turkish delight, you know? Which is all right if it's proper Turkish delight. <laughs> it's that fake one. No, like, no, oh, no. Mm. It's all bad. It's all bad. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, mate, absolutely. So, yeah, look, I, I think um, so many valid points there, honestly. And I think that uh, if we're talking about when you spoke before about the media, the media and social media gives mm. such uh, – and for, for younger people now, the poor buggers. Like, how do you have a relationship? How do you start a relationship? And, you know, we've, we've talked about this as well. Like, you know, People don't know how to talk to each other anymore. So yeah, let's get back to the basics here. Absolutely. Mm. And that's that's one of the – challenges for a lot of young people where they tend to try and use 
social media or the internet as an avenue for finding a partner, which is one potential avenue. But hang on, I'm going to go further on that. I think that pretty much everyone under the age of, say, 40 now seems to think that's the only place that yes. you can find a partner. Yes. Um, no, like, you know, if you're online, you know, it's, it's a place for Uber Eats. It's not for ordering a partner, right? Exactly. It's just... Go out, meet people, you yeah. know, live I, life. I say to people every time, I do not promote social media or apps or websites mm. or anything for finding a partner. No. I mean, when I was trying to find a partner, I even used a matchmaking service. Sure, All sure. Right? Met some lovely ladies. Yep. The moment I met them, though, I went, I can tell we're not a match. Yeah. You, you know yeah, pretty quick. Straight away. Yeah, good old chemistry, right? So what I realized, this is one of the things I used in creating my system was no one knows you better than you. Mm. Yep. So why not be your own matchmaking service? <laughs> so that was the foundation I started with, okay. was how do I be my own matchmaker? What questions would I ask myself? Sure. How would I interview myself? Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Oh, i tell you right now, if I interviewed myself, I'd be straight in the car and off. <laughs> <laughs> He's a lunatic. Jeez, what a weirdo. But oh, look, I, um, I love that idea. And and I'm not sort of I'm putting out the idea that uh, you know you can't meet someone on social media or, or on a online sort of point of view, but I don't think it's ideal. I really don't. And no. I think that, I mean, you know, hey, if you meet someone, don't ask them a billion questions. Say if you do meet someone online, you know what? Just arrange to meet them, right? Nice public place, boom, yep. and see if there's chemistry, and see if it actually because you live in the real world, right? You yes. don't live online. Mm. That's my little thought on that. Exactly. All right, time for a break, my friend. Uh, now, nice. I did start before giving you a bit of a tease, you know, saying that you weren't awesome. You are, as I said, and and I and I've chosen a song, you know, on that on that front. Okay, don't change, please. It's in excess. Nice. Love this. I love this band. Edge Radio Australia, all about relationships. Oh, greatest band in the world, but I'm not biased at all. In excess there, we've got what you need here at Edge Radio Australia. And, uh, of course, we're doing a little uh, show. What do we call this show again, mate? All about relationships. Damn, that sounded a bit... Oh, but where's Barry White? Get that going. Come on. Um, actually, we need a jingle. I think we need a jingle. Um, the only problem is no one around here can sing. So, Well, we can sing. It's just well, you might off key. Yeah. And, it's <laughs> and the cats seem to like it. Um, That's it. <laughs> all right, buddy. We're going to jump back into it. Uh, let's, let's talk about relationships. Yeah, so... Um, we were talking about the social media and how mm. it impacts relationships. And what you said about the filters is true. Yeah. The other thing is they only show snapshots. Of course they do. Okay. Mm. So the rest of the time they could be bickering and arguing and everything, but everyone sees these pictures and thinks, oh, that's what I have to try and attain. That's yep. what I have to try and become. And it's such a load of rubbish. It, it is. And it sets people up for failure. So that's why one of the things when I'm coaching, I tell my clients, both sides of it, you know, we, my wife and I, we have heaps and heaps of wonderful moments. Yep. We still do have the moments where, you know, at the moment I don't like you, I'm yeah. going to go for a walk. <laughs> that's right. And that's just the way it works. Mm. You know, I don't think any less of her when she it's annoys the, the shit out world. of me. It's yeah. the real world. Yeah. And look, sometimes people are just going to get on each other's nerves, Absolutely. right? It's part of life. So, yeah. yeah. But if you're honest about it, yeah. at least then when people go through it, themselves. They don't sit there and go, oh, I'm a failure, I'm hopeless, yeah. and all this sort of rubbish. So, you know, that's what I'm hoping to do with, you know, what I do is educating sure. people and going, you know, if you screw it up, 
you screw it up. It's not the end of the world. That's we all, right. We all make mistakes. Yeah, but it, learn from it and move on. Yeah, and if you that and that is the absolute ticket, right? Like learn from it. Okay, mm. it's uh, just doing the same thing over and over again. It's just not going to achieve a different result. Yeah, we all know that. Why do we do it? <laughs> I know it's crazy. And one of the other things that I wanted to talk about because mm. those three things start to influence us from a young age, sure. watching TV and all of that sort of stuff. But nowadays, even more and more with young kids. Mm. Okay. Are watching social media, oh. so they're getting very distorted views about things like relationships yep. and themselves and what they contribute to the world. So they tend to be put behind the eight ball. Uh, right? Such a tough time. Yeah. I know. So I'm I'm a big advocate of keeping kids well away from the internet and social media and oh, wow. all of that yeah. stuff until they're old enough for you to be able to explain stuff to yeah. them. Yeah. Yep. Um, I had one a while ago, and I'm getting a little off topic, but it sort of ties in. My, um, I've always been a one who gets upset when I see people just plonk a kid in front of the internet sure. and just use that yep. as a babysitter. Yep. And I don't know if you've seen this documentary where it's an American police division mm. where all they're doing is looking for online predators. Yeah. And they take one of the officers who's very baby faced, right? And they use Photoshop and they make her look younger. Oh dear! All right. Yeah. And they create a whole persona. They yep. have a whole social history, friends, everything like this. Right. They launched it, so it's literally like ready to launch in yep. three, two, one, launch. Thirty seconds later, first comment: "Hi, cutie." Oh wow! Thirty wow. seconds. Wow. And it took six officers working full-time mm -hmm. to keep going all the conversations they had going with all these online predators. Wow. That's just terrifying. It yeah. Really and is. so that's the sort of stuff when kids get sucked into that, mm -hmm. that can give them a, a, a wary point of view about the of world. Of course. Whereas if they'd been educated, they wouldn't have been scarred and therefore they wouldn't be hesitant to get into a relationship and, and, and have shit to deal with. Yeah, and that's an, another really good reason to keep the social media away from them as long as possible, mm. right? Because, you know, okay, when they get to an age where you can explain, you can talk about it. Yep. Communication is the key to anything in life, right? Absolutely. Honesty, integrity, and, and communication. If you've got those three, life's pretty good, right? Yep. So if you keep things clear, nice open lines of communication with your kids, uh, yeah, look, it's going to give them a better start in life. Because if, they, if they're doing it behind the scenes, right, okay, it just festers, doesn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And it's not good. And I remember my boys, they would have been 12 and 14, they wanted to watch this particular movie. And I said, no, nah, not until you're a few years older. Yep. And they were like, oh, but we want to watch it. And I'm like, no, you yep. can't. Good when you're you. older, you can watch it. Then when they were older and they watched it, they went, oh, okay, we can see now why you said don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And I was one of these parents who I showed them all the making of, so they knew movies oh. were fake. Right, okay. We'd sit down and watch and they built the sets and how they did the stunts yep. and all of this sort of stuff. So there wasn't anything for them to believe that it was real. But still, it's still the imagery of it, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, okay. you know, you've got to stand firm as a parent and all this sort of Completely thing. Completely agree with that. But, yeah. uh, you know, it's that great balance of between being the helicopter parent, okay, and, and wrapping them in cotton wool. And, and I, I mean, I, I used the term funny enough earlier today about free-range parenting. You know, I, mm. I like to let the kids go a little bit, right? But yeah. You don't when you say yeah you're letting them go okay they might be out there in a lovely field and they you know you let them go that way if there's piranhas in the lake you know and there is mm. so you've got to be aware but just that balance in life right yeah, yeah. and it's trust them and know that you sure. know they're going to stuff up occasionally yep. and yeah anyway yep. getting a little bit off topic that's what there. we do yeah. come on it is <laughs> something I 
I feel very strongly about though. And I, and I think you've got every right to feel that way. And I think that so many parents should feel that way. I think that our kids are our future, obviously, right? Yeah. Um, your to me, my job in life is to raise my children to be the best they could possibly be. Okay. Okay. So you've you've just said one phrase again that ticks me is when people go, "Children are our future." Sure. Children are only our future if we educate them properly, if yeah, we allow yeah. them to be critical thinkers and imaginative and all of that. No doubt. So they aren't our future. They're our potential future, but Ooh. it's up to us to set them on the You've right path. you got me on path. a technicality there. Come yeah. on, Wayne. Jeez. No, no, it's just there's certain, <laughs> <laughs> there's certain <laughs> sayings that get me, like yeah. happy wife, happy life. Oh. It's like, no, no. No, no, no. Happy spouse, happy house maybe at very best, but come yeah, on. But it, it still implies that. You know, it's a goal to which it's not. If they want to be miserable, let them be bloody miserable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great sarcasm so, there. But any, yeah, anyway, you, but yeah, ultimately you're in charge of your own happiness, right? Absolutely. So if you're if you're trying to with the old happy life story, if your entire existence is about making someone else happy, then you're both going to fail. Okay, yep. you are Tried both that. destined for failure. Doesn't work. No, doesn't. No, no, Absolutely no. not. Totally agree. Okay, so which actually leads us nicely to the next thing. Oh, I did that on purpose. Whatever. Oh yeah, to you're me. so good. You're <laughs> so good. <laughs> and that's our educational system. Ugh. Okay. Yep. So our educational system teaches you how to get a job. Mm. Doesn't teach Does. you much more. That's about it. I All right. You bang on. And the other thing that they do, and I don't know what it was like when you were at school, but the old sex education. Oh, look, I went like, every day. I got in my dinosaur and went to school. So it's been that's a while. Um, sex education. No, it was bad. It was bad. Um, I mean, I went to Catholic school. Oh, so, God. Double yeah, whammy. Exactly. Yeah, it was bad. And I, look, I've always been someone who likes to say inappropriate things. So I asked some really dicey questions. Nice. I enjoyed watching the, the, the teacher's face just change to from red to purple to, you know, just, yeah, basically they're about to pass out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Poor teachers. But good on you, though. Oh, you know, uh, okay, on that, I, I just all jokes aside, though. Okay, my mum absolutely taught me to be a critical thinker, and not. And she taught me to ask questions. She asked, she she set me up in life to always be, um, you know, not trusting the science, but seeing science as questions. Okay, you need to question things. Which you meant to exactly, yeah. exactly. So you know, from that point of view, yes, of course, I was a bit of a smart ass. Let's be absolutely honest, a class mm. clown. So you know, I did want to make the kids laugh, but at the same time, clever way because sometimes you can ask questions and hide it as a joke, right? Exactly. So you know, yeah, bit of column A, bit of column B. Nice. <laughs> so for me, I remember sex education with. Um, when I was at school, teacher comes in looking very embarrassed yeah. and sheepish. So you learn this is going to be shameful. That's a good point. Okay. Plays this video and it's obviously all it deals with mm -hmm. is the physical aspect You are bang on. All right. Quite boom, boom. Doesn't teach yeah. about the emotions, building no. connection, communication, consent. Any None of that is touched on. It was all, quite literally, it was all the mechanics, wasn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And so all that did was give us knowledge of how to do it, mm. but not how to do it well. No. How to build up to that, how to get past that and build on it. Sure. So it gave you, at best... A peek through the curtain. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> you love that You love So at best, that's what it gave us, but it didn't give us anything that was really concrete and sure. would actually work for us. Okay. 
Look, Perhaps look, the only way you could find out is to peek through the curtain. Exactly. <laughs> and that actually reminds me of that scene from Monty Python where Which one's John that? Cleese is the teacher Ooh. and he's trying to teach sex education. No, oh, I haven't seen that one. Well, oh, not that I remember. So he's trying to explain to him how sex works and mm-hmm. he's describing the various acts and he's got his wife in there and they start copulating in front of the students <laughs> and one of them's getting distracted and looking out the window and he's like, Wilkins, what are you doing? I'm just watching the cricket, sir. No, focus on what you're doing here. <laughs> oh, I wish they could do comedy like that again. Oh, but no, there you go. Love the Python. Anyway, and the last one I wanted to mm. talk about is the ultimate end result. Okay. All right. So you've got your parents doing the modelling and programming yep. of you and everything. You've got the media, your culture and your faith. You've got your educational system. When you finally get around to having a relationship, it's either going to send you down one of two paths. Okay. It's either going to be a good experience. Right. Or it's going to be a shit experience. Mm. And the problem is either one will either prove your previous programming and journey yeah. to be correct or a load of crap. Yeah, but okay, your first few, you know, relationships, they're very much the recce, okay? The reconnaissance mission, right? You, True. You're kind of learning the game. So you're never going to get it right. Um, but there's a difference between getting it right mm. and going, okay, that was fun, and getting it wrong, and it becomes so traumatizing and painful. Very good point. And, very good You point. know, you can have it go wrong mm. and be a good experience. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. If you learn from it, for yeah, sure. Not, yeah. not just that, but when you finish, you go, you know what? It's been a great journey. I appreciate the journey. Thank you very much. I wish you well. Oh, that sounds too much like Australian Idol to me. Um, it's all about the journey. I don't know. If I think I said that to a girl, I would have a broken nose. No, but, looking, <laughs> but flipping it to the other side, yeah. if she understands the journey, like every relationship mm. doesn't have to last no. forever. No, no. Some all have right. got... Very set sort of premise. Yeah. yeah. So you can have a fantastic relationship that mm. only lasts for five years. Mm. So you both walk out of it better people, more yep. enriched, better armed with tools to create that better relationship sure. and be very grateful you met that person. Good point. And you can also have 60 years of a totally shit relationship <laughs> where you go, my God, I wish I'd never laid eyes on you. Yeah. Yeah. And that's every day you're thinking that. So it's that is a product mm. of what's been fed into you as a child. Okay, okay. So for me, my parents were good parents. They rarely fought, um, but also didn't see a lot of affection. There wasn't a lot okay. of hand-holding okay. or anything like that. Yep. I mean, I knew that they were obviously physical because you'd... Well, you had brothers and sisters. <laughs> exactly. You know, they've done it a couple of times. But that was... Only because of their era that they grew up sure. in. Sure. You know, yep. they were remnants of the Victorian era. So that's the sort of thing that they took on. You know, children should be seen and not heard. And yeah, okay. Yeah, sex no. is not talked about and all sure. of that sort of thing. So, like everyone, they did the best they could with what they knew. Back to those tools, right? Exactly. Mm. So, ultimately, what determined my view on relationships mm. was things like the TV, okay. my culture, all of those sorts of things, the shame from the educational system with yep. their sex education, all of this sort of thing. So I did struggle. I did have the poor ex- uh, experience that didn't end very well. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So oh, if, wow. if I'd just been educated a little bit better, might have been oh, very different. I think that's something you 
touched on earlier, okay, is, and I think this is massive, really, when you really think about it, is, okay, at school, okay, we're never taught the important things in life, you know, like how to do your taxes, right? We're, mm. we're too busy you know, adding A and B together, right? Mm. Um, but, okay, when we're having a health education or sex education or whatever, it was all about the mechanics. It yep. was never about the, uh, the the intimacy of it, right? Yep. Okay, that's the difference. It's a good bit. Yeah, exactly. And imagine if we had some guidance in that department. Yep. You, a, you wouldn't be, okay, look, you're a teenager. You're running with hormones. You know, you're on the go. I get that. But if we were taught, if we were had some guidance, okay, on the mm-hmm. fact that this is far more than just a physical act. I, I think it would have been, I would have seen it very differently, I guess. Absolutely. you Because you would view the physical act as exactly that. It's a physical act. Yeah. And anyone will tell you, once you get intimacy and you start feeling comfortable around your partner and you can be vulnerable around mm. them and honest and all of that sort of thing, it enriches the physical act. So and it true. becomes yep. something so much more. So if as teenagers we were exposed to that, but without any of the shame and all of this sort of rubbish, Mm. we would have then gone into it and gone, you know what, we just both need to get our rocks off. Yep. Okay, yep, I'm cool with that. We do do that and then it's, okay, let's get on with our lives. Or you go, you know what, I think this could be something deeper. Let's explore it. At least you'd go in with better intentions. Your um, expectations would be so much clearer, both for you and communicating it to them so that you could avoid the problems. So, yeah, education, sex education could be done so much better. To me, everything we're going through tonight and, and we've talked about over the weeks and, and uh, into the future too, these are all techniques. These are all things that would stop us from crying in the chapel, mate, honestly. Really? I love his voice. <laughs> it's Edge Radio Australia, all about relationships. We're talking about relationships and I'm involved. It has to be a horror movie. Dead Radio Australia. <laughs> All about relationships. I swear. I Look, I, the tongue in the cheek. You've got to do it, right? If you haven't got a smile on your face, life's a tough gig. It is. It is. <laughs> You're looking at me deadpan straight there. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Well, let's get back into uh, something a bit educational, mate. Come on. Let's do it. A bit educational? Just a bit. You sure I'm the man? <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> Okay, uh, so why would I mention all of this stuff? Why would you? Why really? would I? Maybe it's because we've got a radio show. I'm not sure. Could be. Could be. No, the reason is if you want to have a quality relationship, yep. you've got to start looking at the ways that you get off track. Mm, all right? Very true. Because if all of us grew up with good modelling, our parents used words mm. that were respectful about yep. other genders and their own gender, where your media portrayed relationships mm. in a positive way, and all of these things aligned, sure. relationships would be so much easier. Wouldn't they be? All right. It'd be like that uh, that Netflix show. What's it called? Um, I don't watch Netflix. Uh, the Perfect Place, The Happy Place or something like that. I don't know. Where are oh, they pick your perfect partner? It's, it's all very, yes. It's, it's Sounds like the start of a horror film. Actually, it was because I watched it for a few weeks and it ended up being hell. That's what well, it there was. You go. So there you go. It. Yeah, didn't you did. Even, didn't Bang even on. watch it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, basically having everything, everything made perfectly for you ended up being your personal hell. So there you go. Mm. Yeah. Which, in a way, is a good um, ties in nicely mm. with what I'm saying. I think so. Is if you've got these expectations that it is going to be perfect, yep. that you're going to find this person that's your soulmate, and that's another thing that bugs me, mm. is this soulmate thing. Oh. Now, anyone that's listening to this and is a bit of a romantic and likes the notion of soulmates, yep. don't. Okay. 
Okay. <laughs> the statistical chance of the mm. one person on the planet sure. that's right for you, mm. not only being in the same city as you, <laughs> but comes to the same place at the same time as you and meets you mm. is just so ridiculously astronomically oh, it's, huge. It's just handy. Come on. <laughs> yeah. But that's those are the sorts of things that again set us up for failure. So totally, you know, totally um Mills and Boone, you know, mm. some mm. women love that sort of stuff. Oh look, I used to model for the cover, but apart from that, it's Okay, I'm going to bite my tongue oh, on A little that bit one. of help, make a little support, little support. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Obviously, when you're a little more, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, less vocally challenged for a start in, in several ways. I, I didn't want to start with that one because I can't speak. <laughs> never mind, never I look, But you are so on the money about the fact of um, we are given these unbelievably unrealistic expectations of what this is all about. Absolutely. And, and yeah, to think you're right. I mean, how many, there's six and a half billion people on the earth or something like that. I don't know. Hang yeah. on, no, there's more than that. Seven and a half, seven and a half billion apparently, right? So just as luck had it, um, I found her down the local KFC. How good exactly, is that? Exactly. Yeah, What's the odds? Oh, What's it's the a bit odds? crazy, I tell you right now. Yeah, I took you, you came for thighs, you left with breasts. I don't know. But anyway. That ties in very nicely, <laughs> unfortunately. I worry about myself. <laughs> Go on, mate. Yes. Okay. So, again, it's that you, you set up this expectation, this mm -hmm. path where it's not going to end well. You know, you no. put them on a pedestal, you think they're fantastic, they're a princess or, you know, you've, you've got your prince or sure. whatever. And it's just nuts because mm. the moment they make one mistake, Ooh. suddenly they're, they're horrible. Yeah. And, and Illusion's just, gone, right? Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. And that's all the sort of stuff that's put – and if you think about it, I just thought of this one, mm. fairy tales. Uh, yeah, yeah. And the prince came up and kissed the princess, yes. and they lived happily ever after. Yeah, what, no. just because of because of a kiss? Oh, I tell you what, that's have to be a hell of a kiss. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, I think my emotional life and, and relationships have been more like Frozen, but okay. <laughs> I suppose I should just let it go. I'm just. Oh. Oh, I'm in that kind of mood. I don't know. It's Thursday. Oh, there you go. That's right. We can cut that bit out. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> you can, of course, catch a replay of the show come out on Sunday. Now, what time, mate? 2 p.m. 2 p.m. Sunday. There you go. Fantastic. Reheat the pizza. Damn right. Damn right. Oh, I think we've got some great advice going here. So how about I stop derailing things and you give me some more advice? No, no, you haven't been derailing anything oh, at good, all. Oh, good to hear. No, okay. no. Oh, Maybe man. nudging it a bit, but I, not I've derailing tried it. Jeez. She's telling me I'm failing. There you go. Yeah. And it's only one of the things that I get very wound up about because mm. I know how much it would have saved me a lot of pain. Oh, mate, so true. All right? And it's always easier to look back in hindsight mm. and say, if only I had done. And the funny thing is, and it's the old saying, if you can't put an old head on young shoulders. Yeah, yeah, All right? so true. And there's many times I've said to people, you know, I even say this to my boys regularly, mm. if you've got anything you want to to do in life, yep. do it now because before mm. you know it, you'll be 40 and 50 going, mm. what happened? And everything and, hurts. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And, and time just gets away from you. And it's the same thing with relationships. There's people that sit there and say, oh, I'll wait until this happens and that happens and then I'll go out and find someone. It's mm. like, no, no, no. Because no. you get more and more comfortable being single. Yep. 
and then it becomes harder and harder to make that shift. Uh, okay, let's go with the old John Lennon thing. Life's what happens while you're busy making plans. Absolutely. Right? And Absolutely. that and that's so true. Like people talk about having kids and they go, Oh, I'm gonna wait till I've got this in the bank or that. No, 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 no. You know what? Live your life and let the things happen that are supposed to happen. And as far as yeah, look, if if you uh, and I can on the as far as being single, right? Okay, I mean obviously I had a, a horrendous, you know, Total car crash, on fire, you know, just body parts flying everywhere, marriage, right? So after that, I thought, never doing this again, okay? Uh, that was the second one, okay? I'm a slow learner, okay? But then I, okay, you just, I, I closed it all out. Now, I thought, I'm never going to be in a relationship ever again. Short-term ones, three months, a bit of fun, you know, um, you know, back to the physical kind of thing. Great, right? And you close yourself off to it. But the problem is you also become so bloody comfortable being on your own that then if you do meet someone awesome, and I, in my case, I have met someone awesome, and, and that's, that's great, but... I am so comfortable being on my own now. So mm. it's it's a different place. You know, you you've, that balance is kind of a little out of whack. You know, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So don't. What I'm basically suggesting is is even if you've been through some hard times, and most of us have, um, don't close your heart completely. Right? Like don't don't mm, absolutely don't sell yourself that that single life for the rest of your life. Be protective of yourself. Right? And use the 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 tools you've learnt and the mistakes. Please use the mistakes that you've you've experienced. Absolutely. To know what, to look for those red flags. We all talk about red flags. You know, sometimes it's you know the, the sirens going off and we just we're blind to it. Um, yeah, use use the fact that you've matured and you've got this this fantastic thing called life that you've experienced. Right. Mm. So yeah, I think that's a big thing for a lot of people. Uh, I have a, a close friend who was single for a very long time, and she really, really, really struggled as well because she was so comfortable with being alone. Yep. Um, yeah, there's got to be a, a better way. Yeah, and that that you mentioned there ties in with what I'm about to say, that where your past doesn't equal your future. And just because you've had one relationship that didn't work, yep. and the, this is, again, a mindset thing that bugs me, mm. is when people go, I had a failed relationship. No. If you've learnt from it, yeah. that relationship worked in every aspect. Like my second <laughs> marriage, when I was in it, yep. was bloody painful which yeah. you know a lot of people can relate to oh, absolutely. where you just go why am i here what have i done in a previous life where i'm being treated like <laughs> this right. now <laughs> did i kick the dog i mean come on i know it must have been oh. a hell of a kick so once i got the lesson though mm. that became my best ever relationship it's just we'll a shame that. it took me that long to get the lesson though yeah yeah that was the We're a bit slow that sometimes. was the yeah that yeah. was the one yeah. regret i agree with you the wholeheartedly. actual relationship though mm didn't scar me from moving forward and trying again. Okay. Right? I, I like you, thought I'll never get married again. Mm -hmm. And then I met my wife and she hadn't been married yet. I thought, you know what? Yep. Why not? Why not? <laughs> why not? No, <laughs> Another one to the list. Why not? Why not? Only reason being, mm -hmm. I knew how much I'd grown as a partner. Yeah. Still growing, still fine-tuning and tweaking and fiddling and carrying on. And I knew that she was someone that I deserved because of who I had become. 
yeah. And that's who you've become is a very big deal, right? Absolutely. I mean, you can look back and you can look at your exes and go, oh, it's their fault, their fault. Yeah, no. no you're the common denominator. Yeah, you denominator. know what? Exactly. You, you, you brought something to the party. Okay? Absolutely. Or you were seeking something that was wrong for you, right? And again, you, you, you're absolutely right. This is like anything in life. It's an opportunity to go and instead of going, okay, you know, I'm never going to have a relationship again. You've actually, it's not a mistake. It's just, it's something you've knocked off the list of the things that you're looking for, mm. right? And the moment you get the lesson, yep. it's amazing how much your view of them can change. Sure. They suddenly go from someone that you're like, God, I hope I never run into them, <laughs> that if you did see them, mm. it'd be a little awkward. Mm. You wouldn't feel any negative emotions towards right. them. It'd be a, that's the person that helped me become who I am now. Sure. Yeah. Well, sometimes you don't want to run into them, maybe just over them, but that's a whole other story. Okay. <laughs> oh. oh, come on, have a bit of a laugh. <laughs> I, I think, as I say, mate, like life is really, you know, it's important to learn lessons, but it's important to bloody smile through it, right? And yeah. and realise that these, because these things, they can really knock us around. And relationships are tough. Even if you're in a great one, right, you, you're going to often find that you've, like, there is nothing in the world that's worthwhile having that you don't have to work for, right? Absolutely. Okay, you know, these, these things that, you know, people don't appreciate things that are given to them, right? So a relationship's, in my mind, mm-hmm. no different. It's something you have to work at. Absolutely. And and the key, of course, is it should take work, which means it takes attention. Yes. It takes effort. Spot it on. takes time. It shouldn't be hard work, though. No, I agree. All right? Mm. So the moment it's hard work, something's really not working well and you really need to put some effort in. Yep. If you leave it too long Mm. to put the work in, like it's like, oh, it's time for an annual relationship (laughs) checkup. Let's just go through a few things. No, you've left it too long. Yeah. It's got to be that sort of thing where looks like something's bugging my partner. Yep. I won't say anything. I'll just see if she just forgets about it. No, it's a... What's bothering you? Yeah, she'll never Do forget, we, just so you know. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> and it's the, if we deal with it now, yep. it becomes easier to deal with mm-hmm. because two reasons. One, it does it's not allowed to fester. Okay. And also the next time it needs to be dealt with, yep. they'll understand that you want to put the effort in. Therefore, it's worth saying what's bugging them. Yep. It'll get dealt with quicker. Okay. So next time, before they start getting all agitated, they'll mention it to you. It's dealt with easier. So things get easier the more effort you put in. I oh, well, very, very true. Now, we've, we've come to the end of the show, mate. What's up for next week? Anything exciting that I should know about? Well, Or do you want to just tease me with it? I'm going to tease you with I it. I thought you might. This, this was actually a question I was sent through my podcast. Oh, right. So I, at the end of my podcast, I sure. ask people if they've got any questions, send them in. Always a good and thing. occasionally I get one. And someone asked one, and it's such a really good question, huge thing to explore. Right. Should I walk away mm. or try again? Ooh. And on that bombshell, that's fantastic, mate. All right, and you're going to deal with that next week? Yeah. Can't exactly. wait for that one. That is going to be a hugely important one for me to listen to. All right, I have chosen, <laughs> I have chosen a song right now based on something you have said during uh, yeah, tonight's show. That's okay? scary. It is. It really is. And, you know, you were talking about sometimes it's all about love and long-term relationships, and sometimes you just want to get your rocks off. Ah, it's Primal Scream here on Edge Radio Australia. Thank you for being part of the show all about relationships. You can catch the replay on Sunday from...